Thank you very much for uh, joining us. It's episode four. Um, I hope you listened to episode three. Probably didn't because it came up on Monday instead of Friday. And then it was immediately replaced by issue 16, which was the election campaign for KCLSU. I'm completely over that, I must say. I've just been given another leaflet. One of the taglines on it is, um, in name, in my blood. Or something. And I said to her, what was once in my bowels is now in my pants. <laughs> Just as a fucking... um, there's, there's a great other slogan campaign, which was, um, uh, Cheryl Cole fights for your love, I'll fight for your rights. And I can testify that um, now that the case is over, she did fight for her love. She fought very hard. <laughs> it's very true, very true. Mm. So, um, I mean, how are you, mate? What are you well. up to? Um, not a lot, really. What have you been up to? <laughs> well, uh, not much. It's going to be a great show. I, I, I look forward to hearing yeah. the rest of this idle banter. Hey, take it easy. Look, people are. Where do you think people are listening to this to? On the train? A miserable train journey? Or maybe they're, you know, they just had some bad news? Yeah. Or, you know, just walking along a sunny road? To, to be or fair. Or maybe they've taken over Saif Gaddafi's house or something. Oh. This isn't a great show to have sex to either, is it? Can you imagine? I, I must admit, I did try with my girlfriend the other week. Oh, yeah. And she was getting too turned on by your voice. <laughs> so I had to turn it off. And that wasn't like, the show. That was just me shouting through a window. I think. Oh, not yeah. again? Yeah, no. I shouldn't have told you where she lived. No, no. Anyway, I'm in a bit of a well, bad that, mood. Well, there were only two women's refuges in London. It was going to be one of the two. Yeah, go on, carry on. Okay, right. So I was, um, uh, I, I'm in a bit of a bad mood this morning. Why is that? Because I, um, I uh, basically, I got on my bike at half ten. I used one of the Barclays bikes that they've got in London, and I was like, <coughs> "Yeah, no, no, that's uh, that's fine. I'll get there really quickly." And then, like, there aren't any docking stations free um, uh, to uh, near the university. So what I do is I go to another docking station. That's not free. Another docking station. That's not free. Another docking station. That's not free. Then there's one docking station with one space in it, and I bang up right next to it, and then this twat from LSE comes mm. in and see uh, and let me just check the uh, yeah. KCL manual okay oh no twat's fine twat's fine that's fine thank you carry on cheers uh, so, I mean this guy from LSE just comes uh, comes in and steals my space and I'm just having an argument with him effing and blinding just saying get your bike out now get it out now and he can't obviously because there's a five minute wait so I just go away get out of my sight so uh, yeah I'm in yeah. a pretty bad mood hmm then that's that's my only anecdote. Can we for the um, week. can we just put some uh, canned laughter in at this point? And cue canned laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Talking of having sex to this podcast, as we were, <laughs> do you have an old sex mix, you know, on the cassette or something like? That? I can no, imagine I don't. You, I can imagine you blowing the dust off a Tom Jones LP or something in a. I, th- I think it's flattering that you think that um, I like music as good as Tom Jones. Oh. No, I mean. No, uh, I can see there in a red silk kimono. Blowing the dust off. No, I, I think you could see me in an old coward smoking jacket. Yeah. Just and nothing else, naked from the waist down. 
what a sight that would be. Oh, yeah. But no, I mean, to be fair, I was um, a bit young when uh, cassette was a uh, valid format, so I wasn't really thinking of the opposite Cassette's sex. now an invalid format, is that what you're saying? Well, as, it just... Uh, uh, that's quite a philosophical They've point, been made redundant by CDs yeah. and MP3s, AACs. So you're a sort of... You're a 21st century lover. You have an iTunes playlist and... Oh, yeah, you should see it. So, I mean, uh, I use the Genius um, app... On, on iTunes just to check out you know what so what songs uh, I can you know uh, come on then tell, tell the listeners what's on this playlist right. what's going on Marvin Gaye mm. that's uh, it's, that's it's got be- strangely apt as well I'd imagine <laughs> I imagine that's what she's thinking <laughs> no, I, I don't know what you're insinuating with that no but <laughs> Uh, so what's going on? And then uh, I, I I pop on a little bit of "Hit Me with Your Rhythm Stick" by him during the blockheads. Oh my god! Yeah, followed shortly by Jailhouse Rock, I imagine. Yeah, and then yeah. And then the Clash "Stay Free." Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. London the full calling. Circle. Yeah. The full circle. I fought the law. Intercourse. <laughs> what about you, mate? Um, no, I just I like to listen to the cold chilling sounds of the night um when i'm so what you've never popped the ipod on shuffle you know just a bit of background mix well i have once and uh oh it, was a, it was a disaster <laughs> because we were we were in the middle of the uh full physicals let's say mm. coital yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh suddenly on came that song uncle effer let's say I'll keep oh what it the south park thing yeah 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 and I don't know if you know how that starts, because well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the panic I felt, <laughs> and it's just immediately in out, the dark, off, off, in the yeah. dark, clasping for a, well, for a shuffle. <laughs> I was clasping for a shuffle. Um, so, but, yeah. I had to in the end when she got a cab home. <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, no, we'll keep this clean. Eh? They're first years listening. This is true. And yeah. if there are any first years listening, you can email me at... No, well, no. no you're not... Go- Come on. I oh, know, I'm not going to use this to solicit intercourse. <laughs> what? That's a very... <coughs> oh, my... That's not very Sorry. nice. Sorry. Sorry, I've got a bit yeah. of cold. Oh. Okay. No, I know. I, do, I don't have the same brooding intensity to my voice that I usually do. So... Brooding do intensity. Yeah. If I were the smallest man in the world, Alex... Yeah? It would be very cool. And why is that? Well, that's not my words. That was uh, Junry from Zamboaga del Norte in the Philippines. Oh, right. I know it well. <laughs> um, well, you, you'll probably have seen, or maybe you won't have, the 56 centimetre tall um, it's, it's Filipino fair, yeah. teenager. It's fair. I mean, I, I must have just not been looking in the right places. No. I.e. underneath my knees you know <laughs> no, you struggle to see beneath them anyway yeah really. absolutely well yeah because of my gut but. yeah I think people have got that thanks um, <laughs> yeah. um, the current smallest man in the world uh, Kangendra Thapa Magar mm. also 18 uh, is 67 centimetres so right. this, this young man 18 also so is about ed- 4 inches smaller 4 inches smaller if, if no, only that no, was no, an no, amazing carry on carry okay, on right Sorry. I love this story, though. This is from the Metro. Mm. But fame has its price. Oh, God. It says. He cannot stand for long and is dependent on his mother, Conception, 35. That's her name. Right. It's not, not, not her mother, his mother's Conception. No. Of just something. No. No. Um, you put that canned laughter in again. Okay. No, that's all right. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, this is the bit. See, this is bittersweet, this story. Right. Junry can only walk with some help, and he can't stand for too long because he's in too much pain, oh, said Conception. Poor thing. But he loves it when I tell him he's going to be the smallest man in the world. He smiles with pride. Well done you. I mean, he'd he smoked a lot, he didn't eat his greens, you know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's put a lot of work into being the world's smallest man. I don't, I actually have no idea why this is something that's so incredible and uh, such an amazing feat, why people are proud of it. Because you've done nothing to contribute to this. But it's the thing of the Victorian freak show, isn't it? It's okay. still the legacy of that. But, I, you know, I, I have the same feeling whenever I read the Guinness World Records, like, man with the longest fingernails, and everyone goes, wow, what an achievement. I mean, he's had to go through so much. No, all he's done is he's just been lazy. He, you know, he hasn't, uh, you know, adhered to self-hygiene and, you know, actually cut them when they're too long and too gangrenous to hold a bowling ball. You know, I mean, it's just un- unbelievable. I'm really angry. You're angry at the poor little... World's shortest man. I don't care. 56 centimetres. Well done him. That's one foot ten. You know what? I, I, I'm four times better than him. I'm, I'm nearly two metres. I just, I, I mean, that just means I'm four times the man, surely. Well, are you in the Guinness Book of Records? Shut up. Well. No, no, I don't want to hear any more of it. But, I mean, this is the whole thing. I mean, why can he be proud of it? Like, he hasn't smoked and all this sort of stuff. It's just... Well, the, the previous holder of the record died from heavy smoking at the age of 40. Really? In 1997. Actually, remember that story a couple of weeks ago of that 14-month-old baby who is hooked on nicotine. He has to smoke 40 cigarettes a day. Well, I was, I was saddened to see at the uh, smoking chimp there was a zoo with a smoking Oh, chip. yeah. He yeah. died. Was it his name Ollie? I can't remember, but it's just natural causes, apparently. Really? Well, yeah. there we go. An- another another blow to the fascist uh, hey. rights who say that smoking is not okay. I mean, the I'm li- sure it's more lefty, really. Yeah, it is, isn't it, really? But the, see, this is more, again, with anti-smoking. Now they're going to have to put it under the counter. And, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And nondescript packaging. I have enough trouble buying cigarettes when the you name, it, yeah. when you point to it, and the name of the brand is in foot high, well inch high, garish print. Mm. If they're going to be in nondescript packs, I tell you, if I buy a pack of menthols by mistake, <laughs> I'll do time. <laughs> oh, that's true enough. Yeah. So no more world shot. This man, it's upsetting you. I'm, I'm angry. Okay. But um, actually, I mean, uh, we're talking about... Because uh, that's from the Metro, isn't it? Yeah. And um, there's another great little story from the Metro. It's uh, just come up on the news headlines. Breaking news. Um, Ant decked in pub shuffle. Oh, I love that pun. Yeah, it's so Ant McPartlin, part of the comedy duo Ant and Deck. He was decked in a pub shuffle last uh, on Tuesday when he was watching the Arsenal match. What's a pub shuffle? I have no idea. Is that what it says? No, it says scuffle. I oh. read it wrong. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a pub shuffle. Pub shuffle, yeah. do the pub shuffle. <laughs> I've done a few pub shuffles at about one o'clock in the morning, leaving. <laughs> so shuffle out of the pub, you yeah. know, holding your gangrenous leg from the gout. Poor Prince Andrew, eh? Oh, poor Prince Andrew. I mean, he's he's had the worst, worst of beginnings anyway, you know, being born into an incestuous polygamistic family anyway. <laughs> Oh well, Sorry. there you go. <laughs> no, I mean, let's let's have a little talk about it. So, um, for those who don't know, let us know uh, all the goss about Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew is friends with a man called Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, uh, who has just been convicted uh, for well, 
sex offences, really. He uh, a, a solicited... A sexual act? A sex act, yeah, yeah. with a, an underage girl. He solicited oh, yeah. um, a 17-year-old uh, woman for uh, prostitution, apparently. Although uh, he maintains, and so does she, I think, that just a masseuse. Oh! Because everyone has a sexy 17-year-old masseuse. Yeah, no, and I mean, they can easily be qualified by that age as well. That's 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 great. No. <laughs> so, well, I, so, I have qualified. No, yeah. yeah, exactly. Qualified in what? Sexiness. Mm. Um, so, um, um, yeah, uh, and Andrew had his photo taken with this young masseuse, mm. and uh, there have been questions about his judgment, and uh, maybe of Jeffrey even, Epstein. Well, uh, even questions of impropriety really? with this young masseuse. I don't think that's true, though. No, no. I mean, that's that's completely libelous. Uh, but so no, that's not why I don't think it's true. I don't yeah. think I don't think it's true because the masseuse is female. <laughs> okay, um, that that too is libelous, and okay. it doesn't. <laughs> Do I have no to... way insinuating the views of this radio station? That is James Ball and James Ball alone, <laughs> not Alex Regan, who is an upstanding member of the community. I'd love to be sued by Prince Andrew. <laughs> You could, yeah, he could try, couldn't he? Yeah. yeah. And, as, well, I mean, I think Fergie got most of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she's charging people to meet him. It's unbelievable. I, I, I love that um, they're, they're saying that, oh, Fergie, she's so good, she's decided not to um, host uh, or present uh, American TV shows uh, that are going to be broadcasting the royal wedding of Kate Middleton and Prince William mm. and uh, because she didn't get an invitation. It's just... Uh, uh, that's not like a good thing to do that's not altruistic in any way shape or form that's just not making a tit of yourself I doubt she was asked well according to the papers she was and also talking about the royal wedding I'm going to the royal wedding do you know that really yeah how did you, how did you sling that well I haven't got an official invitation oh right but I'm going to wear a white sheet head to toe go up to Kate Middleton and ask for my ring back <laughs> Who has I'm been sorry. who okay. has been invited? I don't know. Of uh, Elton John. <laughs> Has Elton John been invited? I think so. I was, uh, well, you, you know what? I don't I don't have the rap sheet myself. Oh, okay. Of people who've invited. But what I was going to say about the royal wedding is every day, not not every week, every day in the Evening Standard, four or five pages are just devoted to the um to the royal wedding Kate Middleton and Prince William and there's this great little story last week in the evening standard about um uh, them having a secret love nest in the Isle mm. of Scilly mm. and and it gives the address Isle of Scilly oh, so, uh, not so that, it's not that secret not really that secret. is it no no it's a bit oh. silly that story about the Isle of Scilly come <laughs> on a little pun there <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay, so uh, you've been doing much TV watching this week? No, I haven't. Well, um, I've done something that I haven't done in a very long time, and that's watch The One Show on BBC One. Right. And I had a very special guest this week on Tuesday. Not sure if oh, anyone... It yeah. was David Cameron, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. It was David Cameron. And um, he just... The snivelling little creep. I mean, it's... Oh, <laughs> I mean, it genuinely... I'm not a big fan of the Tories anyway, but he just... He just evokes this horrible 
oh, I, I, and he just started talking about pancake day, like it's so trivial, and he was answering the um, presenter's questions, and every time he made a little quip, you know, saying... Oh, come on, let's up one of his quips. Oh, uh, for, for example, um, Ed, when he's talking about his new cat, and he says, oh yes, uh, no, whenever George, uh, that's George Osborne, whenever he uh, irritates me, uh, you know, uh, the cat goes at him with his claws, and everyone laughs, goes, oh, very well done, oh, David Cameron, ah. No. No, I'm, I'm not impressed. I'm <clears throat> not impressed at all. In fact, if anything, I'm angry. The thing about David Cameron to me is that he always looks like he's just had a shave. <laughs> he's yeah, got he's, that sort of red face and yeah. absolutely no hint of... Uh, he looks know. like he's wearing a wig. Does he? Uh, to be fair, no, because he's got that receding hairline and it's just it looks like it's plastered on. It looks like, I mean, we just talked about Anton Deck. It looks like, you know, the hair implants that they've yeah. had. It's really unbelievable. Talk it, well, yeah, their hair's funny enough. But what about their clothes, Anton Deck? Oh, God. I don't, I, th- there are no shops that stock those clothes. They must go to their own Anton Deck <laughs> shop, those sort of slate grey khaki <laughs> things. Nobody else dresses like and that. They, and they must shop together. They always wear the same thing. It's really, yeah. really weird. I, I, li- I mean, I like thinking of them as a more homoerotic Morecambe and Wise. <laughs> just not as funny. <laughs> well, I haven't seen... Uh, no, I didn't see the one show, but I have seen this in The Sun this week. All right. Um, a Mexican newspaper vendor. All right. Um, 82 tattoos of Julia Roberts. Okay. 82. Now, I don't know if you've seen Not 81. Tattoo. Not 79, but 82. Yeah. 82 tattoos of Julia Roberts. No, I don't know if you've seen these tattoos at all. No. And I know this doesn't really work well on the radio, but trust me, check them out. Um, right. None of them look like her at all. <laughs> Not a and, single one. And they're self-done as well. Like, I mean, he's left-handed, so the ones on the right arm are really good, but the ones on the left hand, not so good. One of them looks like Steve Lestrange from our <laughs> film. Talking of celebrity lookalikes, there's a mm. thing on the iPhone, and it's called uh, Celebulike, and you take a photo. Right. And uh, it... Little clicking, you know, please wait, egg timer, and then yeah. it tells you which celebrities you look like. Oh, great! Yeah, um, I done it this week. Oh yeah, um, I got two people. Go on, two returns. Um, one of them was Hidetoshi Nakata, who's a Japanese footballer. <laughs> now, there is a f- there is a fundamental, fundamental flaw. Yeah, so I did it again. Okay, rattle through. Yeah. Ashley Cole. Once again, yeah. If, if for people who haven't seen James Ball, he is um, the whitest man I've ever seen. You can see his heart Come like a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Ashley Cole and Hidetoshi Nakata. Well, I, I think but both just... footballers. Now, what are they trying to say? I, I think uh, you know you were wasted, uh, I at think Kings. So. I think you should have gone uh, to uh, you know your beloved Crystal Palace. You <laughs> can't have done as, uh, any more damage than that. <laughs> it's happened recently. No, exactly. back on the sports commentary. What am I doing? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. So, right, we'll uh, come with some more stories back after this. Can I just say no? Yeah. Before we do, um, I went to Palace the other day. Oh yeah. And uh, they had a t- they had a minute silence before the game. But right. now I'm sure she was very nice and very loyal and, you know, a dedicated member of the Palace staff. But there was a minute's silence for Pat, who's worked for 60 years in the ticket office. <laughs> I mean, OK, all well and good, but what's next? Like, groundsman's dog dies. Everyone, minute silence. Minute silence for everything these days. There's a minute silence at Cambridge University because one of the porters at, at Sir Pembroke, who'd been there for 40 years, 
died. So like twenty thousand mm. students. Yeah, silence, please. Back to it. You I know. think there was a minute silence after your Isle of Silly joke as well. No, because I popped in the candle after. <laughs> I've got I've got that covered, mate. Mm. <laughs> I should point out. I mean, because Sarah Ferguson is. Um, that she's not going to be hosting any television shows in the US about the royal wedding, that neither will I. We we this, all might as well no. rule ourselves out, because I doubt she was asked. Well, uh, to, to be fair, I'm still in talks with CBS. Ah, so okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you know on the ne- next radio show. Yeah, do. Obviously, I'll need to get some elocution lessons before mm. I do that. Yeah. Get rid of my stammer, the King's speech, Alex Regan's speech, more like it. Now, there was something you wanted to talk about. Um, it was about the uh, Sepp Blatter. Oh, yeah, who's the FIFA chairman. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, there's a guy, um, Mohammed bin Hamad, who's the chairman of uh, the Emirates Football League. Yeah. And he's contesting um, his 13-year reign, and he's going for the FIFA presidency himself. And I think this is interesting, because, obviously, we're having the World Cup in Qatar in 2022, and um, there's this great little story from a couple of weeks ago about Sepp Blatter and people asking him about Qatar because obviously teetotal country and homosexuality is illegal there and yeah. public um, uh, public affection, PDA, is illegal there. Mm. Which, you know, is quite nice actually. I don't like seeing people in the tube, you know, snogging faces off and no. eating each other's lips. But the problem is, is homosexuality is illegal and alcohol is illegal. And uh, uh, some human rights. You'd have a dreadful time out Thanks. there. Then. Cheers. Yeah, no. I'm not gay. <laughs> no. I, I hate that I have to keep on saying that. I keep on having to validate myself. I am not gay. I'm heterosexual. That must be a sign. Well, we won't worry about it now. We'll get back to that later. Yeah. Anyway, so Sep, uh, Sep Blatter was asked by some homosexual human rights leagues, "What happens to homosexual couples who want to go uh, to Qatar and watch the football and?" Uh, they won't be able to practice, uh, you know, uh, homosexuality over there. Said, so, just give it a rest for a couple of weeks. Oh, that's that was it. Just give it a rest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there. That's yeah, not you, right. <laughs> no, that's really not, is it? No, I can. I genuinely couldn't believe that. That that was that was just what he said. Give it a rest. Just give it a rest. Come on, we all like a bit of that every now yeah. and then. But come on. Oh my Not god. Not good. I, I, I was one of the few people who supported the uh, Qatar bid. Why is that? Because of the stadium legacy. You know, we talk about the Olympic l- legacy now. Yes. Um, with the stadiums there. And it's the stadium legacy in Qatar. Because they'll have some wonderful, wonderful stadia uh, in which now to stone women. And that's the end of the show. Yeah. It's another interesting one. (laughs) I don't know how many shows we're going to end with, oh my God, that was an odd one. Yeah, I I think that we need to do some work for next week's show. I think we need to actually... Yeah, I think we owe it to... Because I know people have listened to them all. Yes, no, and Um, we're very, very grateful. I mean, we've said like 300, 400. Hey, now this is what I meant to ask you about. I know you spectacularly last time launched these Facebook pages and Twitter, Twitter feeds yes, and yes. God knows what else uh, flurry of response uh, oh there's there's been a f- huge fl- no one's no one's responded no and that's partially because you probably wouldn't have seen our show because issue 15 was immediately um, we said that at the start issue 16 so uh, we're going to have both of both of them uh, loaded up this week uh, on issue 17 so don't worry about that they'll be up there and uh, but uh, yeah, if you do want to contact us, 
you can uh, contact us on twitter.com at the cock and ball or on facebook at cock and ball or on kcl radio at cock and ball at kclradio.co.uk right that was okay we got through that yeah that's we've, fine we're done okay so thank you so much for listening and we look forward to speaking to you next week and we promise it'll get better we do I'm really sorry okay thank you very much goodbye hit me with your rhythm stick hit me hit me je t'adore ich liebe dich hit me hit me hit me hit me with your rhythm stick hit me slowly hit me quick hit me hit me